On this episode of Matt and Quinn Watch a Thing, Kinkajou, I choose you! We watched Vivo, so you know what that means. Hey everybody, this is Matt, one half of the duo that brings you Matt and Quinn Watch a Thing each week. Uh, thanks for tuning back in. This is the second episode of the second season. And uh, no, Quinn's not just being super quiet. Quinn is not here right now. Uh, I'm actually uh, recording the first half of this week's episode in uh, in our recording studio East, also known as my office slash geek headquarters. It's where I keep all my comic books and my my uh, non-comic books. That's uh, where I hang up my uh, posters and, and kind of where I come to escape the world and and uh, you know, wrap myself in a geeky little cocoon. But I'm doing the recording from that studio today, uh, for the first half anyway, because I definitely want to talk about our movie, which we watched uh, for this week, uh, called Vivo. And uh, but before we get into that, I just want to uh, one say that where Quinn is, she's not, um, you know, she's not been arrested. She's not in jail. It's nothing like that. Uh, she is actually taking a day trip to a place. I I don't know if it's officially called. Sand Dollar Island, but it's apparently it's a it's an island lousy with sand dollars, and you can go there and uh, take a ferry over to this island, uh, which I've been told many times, uh, many more times than I really ever needed to be told, that there are no bathrooms, and uh, you just take your own bucket, and I guess you just fill it to the very brim with sand dollars. I have actually, I think Quinn and I made a deal that she was going to bring me five. Um, sand dollars back. And I've asked that they just be complete sand dollars, you know, not pieces of sand dollars cracked, you know, cracked and jagged and things like that. I need some pretty good size sand dollars for a coffee table project I'm working on um, for, for Smurfs because I, <laughs> I only need five. Um, but anyway, um, so I told her I would do the first half of the podcast. And uh, when she gets here, uh, I She's going to regale us with all of the adventures that she had today on Sand Dollar Island. And I, for one, am really exciting because there's, or I'm really excited. I'm an exciting person as well, but I'm very excited because I can't think of a more interesting, um, is it an animal? Is a Sand Dollar an animal? Um, I'll have to look that up. Maybe I'll look that up and be ready with that info when she gets back. Or maybe that's something she'll learn at Sand Dollar Island. Maybe there's a park ranger there, or maybe when you... When you set foot on Sand Dollar Island, the, the Sand Dollars just let you know. They they, they call out to you. We are animals! Um, but I can't think of a more exciting animal than a Sand Dollar. Uh, I assume a Sand Dollar, much like a, uh, a sea star or starfish, is a dried out corpse of a former animal. That's my guess. Um, maybe we'll learn more about that. That's, this isn't really a podcast where we learn stuff. Um, but, uh, I mean, there's a first time for everything before I get into the movie today, which I've mentioned is Vivo and I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, I wanted to do a little segment, uh, called, well, that's just my opinion. And, uh, here is the theme song for that. Well, that's just my opinion. Excellent theme song. (laughs) 
Anyway, um, this is a segment called, well, that's just my opinion. And uh, something's really been uh, uh, stuck in my craw lately. Um, and this is kind of old news. I feel like this was talked about maybe years ago. But they've, they, um, I've seen this phenomenon making a comeback. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Pringles brand um, potato crisps. But Pringles has this whole idea uh, that they promote in their commercials where people are buying multiple cans of Pringles of differing flavors and stacking the different flavors on top of each other to make exciting new flavor combinations, I guess, is what is what the idea is. Like um, the one I saw earlier this week was uh, they took a pizza Pringle and a uh, barbecue Pringle and I don't know, uh, uh, an onion Pringle. I don't know. And some other Pringle, there were three Pringles involved and then called it, um, maybe it was a chicken Pringle. Is there a chicken Pringle? Uh, they put all three of those flavors together and, uh, took a, took a bite out of it and said, I call this the barbecue pizza Pringle stack. And, uh, this, the guy who did this, I should add was a NASA scientist he was doing this during a um, a space launch, I think, and um, the fellow his fellow NASA scientists uh, just r- r- rose up from their seats in a in an uh, in a crazy amount of applause, uh, just so proud of his achievements, and uh, that was the end of the commercial, and. Uh, I guess, you know, one thing is, I'm sure that's not what NASA scientists are, are doing, especially during a space launch. I don't, is there a NASA even anymore? I might sound like an idiot saying that. Look that up too. Uh, there's a lot to look up. Write these down at home. NASA, sand dollars. Uh, that's on the list so far. So you can email that to me and e- either for me to look up later or you can just do the research and just let me know. Uh, is there, is there still a NASA? What are sand dollars before you know, they are put into a bucket uh, <laughs> or, or sold in, um, in souvenir shops in Myrtle Beach. And has there ever been a sand dollar in space? Did we ever shoot a sand dollar into space? And by we, I mean the United States. Um, uh, or, or I mean NASA. I don't mean us collectively. We got together and sponsored the shooting of a sand dollar into space. Shooting one sand dollar into space sort of seems like a waste of taxpayer money, honestly. Um, anyway, the idea that people are buying multiple um, canisters of Pringles isn't what bothers me. We do that. Uh, oftentimes, my wife, when she wants to get a treat for me and Quinn, uh, she'll buy, um, you know, sometimes she'll buy up to three canisters of different flavors. However, there is an unspoken rule. And in fact, in our house, it probably was spoken at some point. You don't open another Pringles canister until you've finished uh, the first one, making this flavor stacking um, impossible in our house and improbable in most houses. Because if you're just buying a, a ton of different Pringles just to make stacks, you're, you probably don't have a life. And, uh, or maybe that is your life. And maybe, maybe I'm just being rude. But hey, well, it's, it's just my opinion. And then there'd be an end credit thing song there if we did one, which we didn't. So let's move on <laughs> to uh, this week's movie. It's called Vivo, and it is the latest offering from Mr. Lin-Manuel... Uh, 
And it's the latest offering from Mr. Lynn manuel Miranda, of course, the genius behind um, Hamilton. And um, you know, so so in our in our house, and I mentioned before, there's a me, there's there's Quinn, of course, and there's my wife Jen. In our house, there's three things. Uh, that, you know, three truths that we live by in this house. One is that pineapple is not only appropriate on pizza, it's a must-have on pizza. Um, second, a vacation uh, to Walt Disney World is like, is, to us, is like, you know, another person's trip to the Holy Land. Uh, that's how important Walt Disney World is uh, to our family. And third, if Lynn Manuel Miranda is involved in something, we're there, son. I mean, we are we're on top of it. We're not going to miss anything that Lynn Manuel Miranda does. That says uh, that said, I haven't seen In the Heights yet, but I can't wait to see it. I don't have HBO Max. And I'm still afraid to go to the movie theater, but it's on my list now. I know he has another movie coming to Netflix soon, uh, Tick Tick Boom, which is either based on the life of the guy that wrote Rent, or it's the first musical that the guy who wrote Rent wrote. It, the the trailer doesn't make that clear. Maybe the first musical he wrote is about him writing Rent, so I don't I don't know. Um, but it looks pretty good, and Lin Manuel uh, directed that. But today we're talking about a movie that you can watch with your family right now on Netflix. It's called Vivo, and it is about to be described to you now. <laughs> first of all, I mean, I'll just I just want to essentially uh, say the, the plot, and then when I thought about it. Because uh, Quinn's going to be back from Sand Dollar Island with just a bucket full of sand dollars at any minute. So, um, Vivo is the story of uh, Vivo, who is a kinkajou, who actually is not a Pokemon character. It's a real animal. Uh, it's kind of related to uh, the raccoon. They live in the rainforest. And um, apparently, they're they're nocturnal animals. So, they do most of their, you know, they live most of their life under the cover of darkness, which you would not... No, from watching Vivo, because like most movies, I mean, you know, most movies we don't, you don't focus on every aspect of a character's life. Like characters aren't often pausing to go to the bathroom or saying, well, it's time for bed. We'll continue this adventure in the morning. So, I mean, we don't see much of Vivo sleeping. The only time we do see Vivo sleeping in the movie is at night. So, you know, if you want to have that a strike against Vivo, um, it does have a kinkajou sleeping at night when that's usually when it would be out hunting. Um, so strike one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Miranda. Uh, no, but, uh, this kinkajou was saved from, from what was being mauled by a pack of dogs, uh, on the streets of Cuba from an old man whose name eludes me at the moment. <laughs> His first name's Andres. Um, and Andres is a, a local figure, uh, um, loves, uh, he's very talented musically and he uh, actually teaches Vivo, the um, the Kinkajou, uh, how to uh, you know play music as well. He senses a kinship musically with this uh, with this uh, raccoon creature. They're also known as honey bears, which is interesting because they're not in any way related to bears uh, at all. Uh, but uh, it's kind of funny too because uh, you know the way um, you know a lot of times movies with animals and as stars, you know, will take an animal that maybe isn't. Um, and I, and just to be honest, I didn't know what a kinkajou was before this. So I see this Vivo, and Vivo's very cute. If you haven't seen a picture of him, there'll be one up on our uh, Instagram page of, of Vivo. And he's adorable, and he wears a little fedora, and he's got yellow fur and a little purple face, a little 
purple human hands, and he, he's adorable. Uh, and a little prehensile tail. And, and I just imagine my head going, I bet a real Kinkajou looks <laughs> like a real hot mess. However, uh, when I did look up Kinkajou on Wikipedia, it looks exactly, Vivo looks exactly like a Kinkajou. Uh, you know, a minus, you know, the real life Kinkajou uh, does not wear a Kinkajou uh, sized fedora. Uh, that said, Vivo's fedora is adorable. Uh, but uh, so, in the granted tradition of, um, you know, kids' movies, Andres uh, dies off pretty quick in the beginning of the movie, just as he's been invited via letter from an old, old uh, flame of his uh, who is doing her final show at a club in Miami. Uh, she went to America when both her and Andres were uh, very young. Uh, uh, I believe, I think her name is Marta. Um, she's gone on to be a huge success and she's inviting, she's going to do one more show and she's going to retire and she's inviting Andres to come and he's decided I'm going to go to America and do this last show. And I'm actually going to present Marta with a song I wrote for her the night she left. And it's, uh, my song that, uh, basically expresses that I love Marta. And, uh, so, uh, he convinces, um, Vivo through song that going to Miami is a great idea because Vivo is pretty happy with their life in Cuba. Uh, but Vivo's convinced, yeah, we're going to go to Miami. We're going to do this show with the love of your life. It's, it's going to be a new adventure for me and the old man. And of course, Andres passes away. So basically the movie from there is Vivo wants to get this song to Marta so she can know how Andres felt. And the way he gets there is by traveling with, uh, Andres's niece and great niece, I think. Um, they're related. <laughs> I think it's his great niece, and her name is Gabby. Uh, and she's a, a ten-year-old girl who's um very kind of she's a she's a real individual. Uh, she's got purple hair. She wears a necktie, kind of like a schoolgirl outfit with patches all over. Her her jean jacket, and she's a real cool kid, and she's really um, musical herself, and she has lost her father as well, so her and Viva are sort of a match pair, two, two people who've lost their kind of father figure, um, and Gabby and her mom uh, travel home after the memorial for Andres, uh, not knowing that uh, Vivo has, has kind of uh, stowed away in their luggage, um, Uncle Andres has left uh, Gabby all of his uh, instruments and Vivo sneaks in with there. Anyway, they live uh, on Key West, which I, I thought it, it looked very much like Key West before they actually outright say it. Um, it looked like the cartoon version of Key West. It was like Key West, but like with all the, uh, the trashy souvenir stores CGI'd out. So there were very few like trashy, offensive uh, T-shirts uh, but it was still, it still had that Key West charm. You know, if you've been to Key West, you know that the charm and the sleaze kind of uh, are, are hand in hand. Uh, like each each uh, each block or each <laughs> part of each block, you, know, you can be like, oh, how charming! Oh, don't uh, don't look in that store window. That is a those uh, that's a naked person on that T-shirt. Uh, but anyway, this is a very family friendly Key West. Anyway, so the whole idea now is we got to get from Key West to Miami in 10 hours to get Marta this song so she can know that Andres uh, loved her. And, of course, from there, there's a series of adventures um, that, you know, you can watch the movie. And Because I can just stop here and recommend that you should definitely watch this movie. Um, I don't want to speak for Quinn. I might ask her how she feels a little bit um, 
about the movie. Uh, I, I don't know if there'll be time because I'm sure there's going to be just hours of adventures on Sand Dollar Island that we're going to have to edit down. I'm anticipating that. So, uh, but I, I just know it was a great movie, and and I'll I'll tell you tell you what is is fantastic about it. And this should come as no surprise. Lin Manuel Miranda, uh, that man can write songs. He can write songs that kind of cut straight to your heart. And I'm telling you, I I anticipated this would be the case, um, but I cried throughout the entire movie. It's it's beautiful. The songs, you know, even if a song's not sad, just the harmonies and the just the way he writes a song, it's just his his songs, to me, I, you know, everyone has their own reaction to music. It's it's kind of why music's so great. And, and you know, for, you know, you could sit there and hear a song and be like, wow, I can't believe, who would like that? But, you know, I sometimes I think, you know, when I'm like that, I'm being a little bit elitist. And I'll think, well, you know, this death metal song where someone just sounds like they're screaming with their throat full of glass... Um, that could be grabbing someone and making them just go, oh, this is, they're having an experience like I have when I hear like a Lin-Manuel Miranda song. It's possible. (laughs) So music can really get in there and just like, you know, just smash you to bits or can build you up and make you so happy or, or just make you so sad, but in a good way, because being sad sometimes is great. I don't know. Uh, ask your parents about that, but, um, (laughs) or watch, um, Watch Inside Out. Hang on, let me uh, take a little sip of my adult beverage here. It's it's coffee, and because uh, my throat's a little dry. Hang on. Mmm, that's some good Java. Anyway, <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, so anyway, yeah. So the songs are great. The um. The, the, I would say my opinion as a, as an adult, you know, I feel like we should be, I guess, you know, honest and everything. Uh, you know, I think the middle drags a little bit. You know, cartoon, most animated movies are set up like set piece, set piece, set piece, set piece. And, 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 and that's cool. This, this one kind of has the center set piece is set uh, in the Everglades. They have to get through, they determine that going through the Everglades is the quickest way to get to Miami. Everglades State Park or something. And I, you know, I didn't have a map in front of me. They throw a map up on the screen to to make this sound like it's plausible. And with movie logic, it seemed plausible. The Everglades um, scene uh, set piece lasts a, a little long. It drags during that part in the middle. However, some of my favorite character design um, is in the Everglades uh, scene. There's a python uh, voiced by Michael Rooker, who uh, I think looks the coolest out of any of the uh, designs in the movie. Uh, it, he's he's huge and menacing. I mean, it's a it's a huge Godzilla-sized python voiced by uh, by uh, the guy who played Henry in the Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. So it's horrifying and it's so cool. And uh, and then also, I mean, any any character in a movie voiced by Nicole Byer, I mean, I'm gonna love I'm gonna love it. If Nicole Byer is involved, I love it, and she plays a character in that whole Everglades scene too. I just think that I just think that whole scene, the whole thing drags a little, uh, but uh, it's still got some really fun stuff and great character design. And uh, you know, I guess it's, I feel like we're making a compliment sandwich or a compliment torta might be a little more appropriate in this situation, being Miami and and uh, the culture the movie uh, represents. Uh, that said, I'm I'm supposed to pick dinner tonight for everyone, and I, now I kind of want tortas. I got to see if there's a place where I can get a good torta. Um, 
but if I'm making a compliment Torta, I would say after that, you know, the animation is kind of your stand. It's from Sony Animation, who they do a great job actually. Next to Pixar, I think they do. They did Mitchell's versus the Machines, and that's a gorgeous movie. And then you can't deny Into the Spider Verse is just an amazing movie. I think, I think in a lot of ways, their their animation tends to even be a, a lot even more kind of fun and exciting and new than say Pixar. Pixar kind of stays in their lane, and it's a great lane. Uh, and I, but I feel like Sony kind of does a lot of things. They'll experiment, and there's like a lot of different kinds of animation on display in Vivo. That you know, there's like there's never a dull moment. You know, when I say the middle drags, there's still never a dull moment. It just um, so it's really amazing to look at, and it's amazing to listen to. And I I would I would watch a musical about the creation of the Yellow Pages if uh, Lin Manuel Miranda wrote it. Or a musical about the first person to ever make a Pringle stack. I mean, that man is a, an amazing, amazing songwriter. And he, he seems like he's a super nice guy. And uh, if he hears this, uh, I would love to take him out to lunch. Um, <laughs> I would be so nervous. I'd be shaking the whole time. To be honest, I don't want to have lunch with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Because I would be beside myself nervous and freaking out. And I wouldn't know what to say. And I'd feel like an idiot. And I'd probably start talking about how long before there was uh, there was uh, the Book of Mormon musical, I was actually trying to write my own musical about the Mormons. And then he would ask me about it, and I'd say, "Well, I wrote one song, and it was terrible, and I played it once in front of people." And then, see, I'm I already feel like I'm at lunch with Mr. Manuel Miranda. Please, sir, I, I, I please don't have lunch with me. Please, please let me live my life stress free. Uh, so anyway, out there, uh, kids, families, watch Vivo. It's really, really great. The music's really catchy. Uh, and then uh, after you watch the movie, I guess you could watch it again. Or you can get on Netflix like I did this morning and before Quinn left uh, for um, for uh, Sand Dollar Island, uh, we listened to just all the songs again uh, before she left. So the songs are amazing. I could see myself downloading the songs and listening to them again and again. My favorite, I think, is called... Um, Oh, what's it called? I should look it up. Maybe I'll 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 say it in the next segment because I think Oh my goodness. Oh, she just pulled up. Uh her friend her friend's mom drove them all the to um Santa. Oh, she's getting there. Oop, she's got a bucket. Oh. Okay, so I hear Quinn coming into the house and she should be on her way up into the studio soon. So let's take a break here and when we come back, uh we'll hear all about uh Quinn's exciting day. Uh, at Sand Dollar Island. Uh, I, I know I'm excited, so I hope you stick around. Hey, did you want to write Matt and Quinn an email? Well, gosh, guys, you could have asked. We're not trying to keep it from you. We do have an email address. It's heymattandq at gmail.com. Feel free to write us anytime. Uh, we'll literally read anything you send to us, provided it's appropriate for uh, family listening. And I know I mentioned in the podcast just a minute ago that we have an Instagram page. That's not a lie. That's true. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Matt underscore and underscore Q. Uh, right now we're sitting pretty at 77 followers, but as you know, we're having a uh, contest that uh, when we get to 10,000 followers on Instagram, we're going to have a gigantic, amazing giveaway. And I haven't talked it over with Quinn yet, but I'm thinking of adding something to the prize pack. And that, my friends, is a sand dollar. So you're going to get whatever prizes I said in past episodes, 
plus a sand dollar. So again, 10,000 followers and uh, the big giveaway is a go. So anyway, write us an email, visit our Instagram, listen to the podcast, tell your friends. It's, it's, there's literally so much you can do. All right, back, back to the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, fresh off her trip to Sand Dollar Island, here's my co-host, Quinn. Hey, Quinn. Hey. Hey, welcome back. So, um, let's just cut to the chase. How was your day at Sand Dollar Island? It was so much fun. It was awesome. Tell us about it. What goes on at Sand Dollar Island? Well, not much. It's just an island with, um... It's just a bunch of sand with water around it. <laughs> <laughs> so are like the citizens of Sand Dollar Island giant sand dollars and they and there's a guy dressed up in a sand dollar costume? Is, is it like in a theme park? No. Oh, okay. So it's literally it's just like a, an island. Just an island. Now, do people live on the island? No. Okay. Well, I guess I had some questions. Um, I kind of got into a fight with the audience in the first half of the episode. Uh, they were saying that sand dollars are just like shells that you find on the beach, but I was telling them that sand dollars are living creatures at some point. So, did you have any insight into that? Yes, um, sanders, sand dollars, yes. not dolls. <laughs> sand dollars are living creatures that um, they live in the ocean. Usually, they're it like they're under the sand. Okay. Um, so, and then when they die, they fossilize, and so, yeah. So, um, when they're under the sand, so if, when you're looking, do, when you look for them, do you look for them on the beach, or do you actually look for them in the water? You go into the water, and, oh, okay. like, you dig through the... So you have to dig through the sand yeah. to find them. Oh, cool, so... Or so, sometimes they'll just sit somewhere, and you can grab them. Did you ever, did you see any that were, like, moving around? Uh, no, usually when you pick them up, they don't move, but you can see different, like, things on the sand dollar. Yeah, they had like little hairs or yeah, something. Yeah, they have little hairs on them. So did you did you encounter any living ones while you were searching? Oh yeah, we found a lot more living ones than we did find dead ones. Okay. So we found like we had a whole bucket full of alive ones that we had to put back before we left. Right. Um but we found a good amount of dead ones too. So. Excellent. So how many were you was were there huge crowds there at Sand Dollar Island or um, no, it was everyone who had a boat and just kind of came over with their own boat who can stay for however long they want. Yeah. And then everyone who came on, like, the um, excursion type thing. Okay. Yeah, because you guys take a ferry over yeah. there, right? Yeah. Okay, that's neat. Are there roads? Is there any? Is, there li- is it literally just an island? It's literally just, like, you see the size of my room? Yeah. It's maybe the size of my room and my bathroom, except when the tide goes out, it gets bigger. Yeah. But it's literally just sand. Wow. So anyone can go, do you have to, you pay for the ferry ride? Yeah, you pay for everything. Uh, and do you pay uh, by the pound, the sand dollars that you take? <laughs> no. So You pay for the ferry and then you can take any sand dollars you want. Now something interesting you were telling me about sand dollars, I mean, we've all seen sand dollars at, you know, um, souvenir shops in Myrtle Beach and stuff, and they're always like pale white and kind of brittle. Yeah. But what do, um, I noticed some of the sand dollars, well, let's say, how many sand dollars did you actually bring home? Nine, ten, and some of them I noticed aren't that like chalky white color. They're some a different of them color. Are, though. Yeah, some of them are. But what what's the natural color of the uh, of the sand dollar? Like when they're alive. Or yeah. Like, 
So when they're alive, they're like a murky brown color. Okay. So like they're a really dark brown color. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I still want to. They gotta move around. I want. They do. They okay. move really slowly. They do. They gotta be the most boring <laughs> creatures on the face of this earth. They kind of are, but they're fun to look for. Yeah, know? and they're you know the the um yeah they're pretty too. Yeah. So um. Kind of look like a little star. Kind of looks like a little wand with little. Yeah. Well, that's neat. So you had fun. You do it again. Yeah. Should we do a live podcast from Sand Dollar Island? Yeah, that would be really cool. Cool. Do Sand Dollars make any noises? No. So when you pull them out of the water, they weren't going. <laughs> Do you still I hear the going, crying of the sand dollars, ah. Clarice? I was going meh when I realized, <laughs> oh my gosh, this one's alive. Yeah. <laughs> Are they soft when they're alive? No, they're hard, like, okay. um, but they're not as fragile as when they're dead. Gotcha. When they're dead, they're fossils, so they're really, really fragile. Well, more importantly than... a five-year-old who, like, broke one in, like, half. A living one? No, no, oh. a dead one. <laughs> if you broke like a living one in half, would it like bleed all over the place? Oh yeah, we found some that were bleeding. Oh, yes. whoa! This is this is getting a little dark for our audience. They're gross. Why were they bleeding? I don't know. That fi- it sounds like that five year old got to him. Now you went with um, two of your friends. Was well, tell us about that. This is no. a new story. I've heard. <laughs> no. Do you have There's a... this kid and his brother, yeah, and the, and then one of one of the little kids was following me, Julie and Addie, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Why are you following us?" But we didn't say that, and we were like, "Oh," so we kept leaving, and then he kept following us, and then Julia's mom asked what he was doing, and he was like, "I can't find my mom," and me and Julia and Addie oh, no. were like, "What?" <laughs> Holy cow! Was his mom a sand dollar? No, no. Oh, <laughs> we found um his brother and his parents. Boy, that's something that happens to you they a lot. Had a southern the, accent. Oh, a they real had a southern, southern accent. Oh, good. I was like, I hope things aren't getting a little racist here. <laughs> uh, so they had they had a thick southern accent. Yes. Well, you know, you're in. We live We're in the in south. Sand Dollar Island. You're at Sand Dollar Island. I mean, it's probably loaded with the uh, rednecks uh, <laughs> drinking their beers. Uh, See, there's no one drinking beer. Oh, is beer allowed on the island? What would happen if you fed a Sand Dollar beer? <laughs> Well, I don't know where they would eat it, though. Yeah, see, I, there's so much I want to... There's so much more I need to know about sand dollars. Like, do Maybe they have mouths? Maybe be a marine biologist for sand dollars. Well, when I was a kid, that's one of the things I wanted to be, was a marine biologist. For what? For what? Specializing Just, what? Oh, If I specialized in something? Sand dollars. Really? No. <laughs> no, I, I didn't... specialize in dolphins. Uh, yeah, I love dolphins. I like all the uh, marine animals, like uh, dolphins, killer whales. Killer whales? Seals. You love seals. I love seals. Oh my gosh, I love seals. I'm, I want to go to Seal Island and try to bring there's, home um, bring home a bucket full of seals. <laughs> there's also um, there's also another island called Carrot Island. Are you serious? I'm serious. Okay. There's one called Carrot Island, and it looks like a carrot. And, it's like shaped as a carrot. And can you take a ferry over to it and yeah. just collect carrots? No, you can't collect carrots, but it's one of the ferry trips. To Carrot Island. Yeah. And the and the whole deal is that the island looks like a carrot. Yes. How's that fun? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, if your friends invited you to take a, a weekend excursion to Carrot Island, would you do it? Yeah, I'd get you out of it house. Was fun to go I out. didn't. It was no. fun to go over to there, the three hour long trip. Yeah, it was fun having you out of the house for the whole day. 
the one the drive back <laughs> yeah. was even worse than the drive there. Well, so now what happened on the drive? Because you know, more more important than actually finding sand dollars, you know, you took a long road trip with some friends, yeah. which was probably pretty fun after you know having to you know be indoors and separated from everybody because of COVID. Uh, what what happened on the way back that made the trip bad? Well, anyway, we were all sitting in the car. Um, I was sitting in the middle this time because last time Julia sat in the middle and that was just a debacle. Um, so I sat in the middle. We all had our masks on. We were all just sitting back there. Remember, folks, this is all hearsay. So if Quinn says anything disparaging about her friends, uh, it might be that she's twisting the story to her advantage. Please continue. I would never. <laughs> I would never. Anyway, um, we were sitting in, I was sitting in the middle and like an hour into the trip, um, uh, Julia started, like, attacking Addie, but they, I was in the middle, so she had to reach over me to get to Addie, oh and I was like, goodness. what are you doing? And then... And Addie was driving, right? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then Addie, and I was like, and then Addie was like, Quinn, can I hire you to, um, be my bodyguard and, like, make sure that <laughs> Julia doesn't hit me? And I was like, okay. So she, she was like, every few minutes, I'll pay you with Tic Tacs. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, will you Sorry. pay me with yellow Tic Tacs? And she was like, sure, yellow Tic Tacs it is. And I was like, ooh. Did she have yellow Tic Tacs? Yes. Wow. So you didn't have that. This is not payment you're waiting for. You were paid. I was paid right there. That's so funny. On the spot. And Julia kept trying to take my Tic Tacs. I kept hearing you and mom talking about being paid in Tic Tacs. Yes. And now I finally know the I story. I was being paid in Tic Tacs. That's so funny. Well, more important than that. The important, uh, the most important thing on a trip like this is where did you stop for dinner on the way home? We stopped for Bojangles. That's right. And we stopped at a very creepy gas station on the way there. Oh yeah, what did you? Yeah, tell me about the gas station. Well, Addy like, Addy like. It wasn't 20... really the gas station up the street no, from us, no. right? Oh, okay. We were like, three, an hour and a half away. Oh okay. Um, and Miss Carol needed to stop and get gas. But 20 minutes into the car trip, Addie was like, I want Muddy Buddies. And, oh, we, and, then, buddies, okay. and then I was like, ooh, Muddy Buddies. <laughs> and then Miss um, Carol was like, well, we have to stop at a gas station in like a few, in like an hour because um, I need to get gas. So then there was this crappy gas station and Miss Carol was like, look, we're not going to this gas station. Right. So we went to the next gas station. I don't think anybody was paying attention to the first gas station. Cause Wait, no so one... the first one was crappy, but the second one was creepy. Yeah. So is that what you're telling us? Choose creepy over crappy? Well, she was like, I don't like this one. I'm oh, gotcha. Going. Okay. So we stopped at that one, and the guy at the counter was like, here, look. <laughs> and he wouldn't stop smiling. Quinn kind of just made the face of like a living jack-o'-lantern. Jack it was horrifying. smiling. Well, he loves his job. No, he just was standing there like this. That's horrifying. It, like it on looked you, like he couldn't frown. What you're doing is cute on a, on a grown man would be horrifying. She sort of <laughs> looks like Skeletor. It was creepy. I'm going to have to take a picture of that for the Instagram so people can see what this man's smile looked like. So anyway, you went in there, he smiled at you, and what would you say? We didn't say anything. We just kept walking, and me and Addie got our muddy buddies. Mm -hmm. And Julie got popcorn. Sounds good. Then we paid, and we left. And he was still smiling. And then he was in the back seat of the car. Yeah. Um, but the only thing I did see him doing as his job was he took the red hot dogs. I hate red hot dogs. They oh, me. red hot dogs. 
we got to do a Matt and Quinn eat a thing soon where we do red hot dogs, red muddy hot dogs. buddies, and Bojangles. I don't eat red hot dogs. Why not? Because they seem um, they seem evil. Yeah, well, they are. They're pure evil. <laughs> we used to eat red. There was a gas station just off campus where I went to I school. I steak, though, so. Yeah, well. I just don't eat red hot dogs. It's weird that you went from red hot dogs to steak because those are Isn't two. Is steak red meat? Yeah, but red hot dogs are just painted red. Oh, that's gross. Well, on the weekends where I went to where I went to school, uh, where I went to college, there was a gas station right off campus, and on the weekends you could like buy two red hot dogs and get one free. Ew! Why would anyone do that? We did it all the time. Did you eat all? Did you like give um one person one, another person one, or did you eat like your three? Uh, no, I ate my three. Thank you. I, I pulled it. I pulled it out of the boiling water and put it on a bun and put ketchup or no, not ketchup. Rewind and put mustard on it. I guess I said ketchup because they were red, but of course, as I've said, they were painted red, <laughs> and they're alive until you dig them out of the sand. Now you, <laughs> just to wrap this around and get it back to Vivo. What didn't you say? You guys listened to the Vivo soundtrack um, on the trip up. Yes, we listened to it like eight times. Yeah, so you really like the the Vivo soundtrack. No, we listened to it once through. <laughs> oh, okay. And we, like, watched the videos in the back seat. That's we cool. Like, we were occupied for maybe 30 minutes. Okay. What did you do the rest of the three hours? Just eat Tic Tacs? No, that wasn't on the drive up. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, that was, uh, that was a great retelling of... Oh, Julia tried to steal Jolly Ranchers. Oh, well, three... Three best buddies beating each other up. And then apparently she was allergic to red food dye. Oh, then she better not eat any red hot dogs. Oh, she ate red Jolly Ranchers, but we can talk about that in a second. Oh. It was okay. Is she okay? Yeah. She ate another red one on the way back. Oh, well. She was perfectly fine. Good. She didn't have diarrhea. (laughs) No. All right. Well, that's good to hear. Nobody got diarrhea on uh, Sand Dollar Island. There were no bathrooms there. I said I told everybody that in the first half, and that's confirmed, right? No bathrooms. Yeah, no bathrooms. Um, so anyway, Quinn, I'm so glad you're back. We also parked near the trash can, and it smelled like salmon, and we all thought, oh, we're just near the ocean. And then we realized, that's not the ocean. That's the trash can. Well, you know, some people sadly use the ocean as their trash can, and that's why we're no, but the ocean in this didn't horrible... smell like the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> the trash can smelled worse. <laughs> It didn't even smell like anything on the ocean. The trash smelled horrible. Well, on that note, <laughs> I, I'm more than ever, I want to go to Sand Dollar Island and smell this trash can. It was gross. So. Well, uh, did you like Vivo? Would you recommend our audience listening to yes. it? Yes. All right, you heard it here first, folks. And that's going to wrap up the show. Um, uh, this is Matt. And this is Quinn. And this has been Matt and Quinn. Talk about Sand Dollars. Uh, We'll see you next time uh, on the program. Uh, Until then, uh, thanks for watching TV.